Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. This week on Urban Spelunking, we've we've got another school that you two could own. Yes. A Milwaukee school that's for sale. This is on 16th and Olive, the former Phillip Elementary School. And before that, the 16th Street School, for obvious reasons. <laughs> it's a great name. That's <laughs> a great is. name. It was a great name. And then it was, uh, we should say that it was then renamed for Emmanuel Phillip, a former Wisconsin governor. Okay. And this has been vacant since, what, 2006 or so? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. And just a gorgeous school. I mean, one of the one of the few and one of the last Art Deco schools to be designed here in Milwaukee. And it had another name that um, that we've talked about a lot here in Urban Spelunking, Eschweiler, really yeah. famous architects in Milwaukee. Yeah, um, Alexander C. Eschweiler, who was, uh, did lots of school buildings and houses and things that had that red brick that looked very mm-hmm. sort of classic Tudor style and, th- and you know, those kind of retro styles, uh, embraced Art Deco later in his life. And um, he designed this school and he designed the original Gensland School in River West, which was also an Art Deco school built around Uh the same time, um, which has been torn down and replaced by a new building. But this one was just amazing for all of the incredible artwork that went into it. There were some other Art Deco schools around the same time during that decade was really the 1930s was when Milwaukee had those schools built. One was Rufus King, and then later on Pulaski was sort of an expanded version Mm -hmm. of the King building. And this school is pretty close to Rufus King. It's a block away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's between Olive and Congress on 16th Street. So pretty close to Rufus King, not just in location, but also in style. Yeah. And I mean, and there was talk of uh, when it had closed, there was talk of moving. There was a um, Rufus King IB middle school program that was looking for a home. There was talk of moving it there because it would then be so close to King. But that ended up moving to the old Malcolm X building on Center Street. Got it. And this is another school that you could just go by if you wanted to. It's been vacant since 2006, but it was built in 1931. And, and you mentioned, you know, obviously just what makes it so special is the artwork. There are some really unique, like, uh, carvings on the outside, penguins yeah. that you can spot, and all these animals. And inside there's murals uh, that all are still in great condition or, or, or decent condition con- yeah. considering the age. But And there's beautiful woodwork in all the classrooms and stuff, too. It's really sort of the end. It's sort of the last gasp of sort of decorated schoolhouses because you know after then the war comes and after the war everything after that becomes sort of more utilitarian so this is really sort of the last sort of explosion (laughs) of this kind of um attention to this kind of detail in schools and it's interesting to look at the blueprints you know mps still has all the blueprints for the buildings and you know all of this stuff is detailed in there Oh, that's got to be really cool. Which is really cool. Interestingly, what's not detailed is who did all the work. (laughs) Sure. So so while some of it you can figure out, some of it it remains a mystery who did the actual uh, artwork in there, but... But so, it's pretty amazing to go inside. Artists, uh, artists not getting credit for their work even back then, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yep. a thing. Not the first time. So, what are some of the big highlights? Some of the most, uh, the most impressive pieces of art. Uh, well, the the things that everybody remembers the most on the inside is the kindergarten classroom, which has a fireplace, uh, as a lot of buildings did around that time, um, because nothing says you know five year olds like an open flame. <laughs> um, but above that is a three panel painting. Um, that was done by Tula Erskine, 
Who, oh, yeah, that's a familiar her, name. Her real name was Gertrude Kundman, and she went to Washington High School. She graduated from Washington High School and actually did some murals in Washington High School, did lots of other work. Um, what's interesting about this this beautiful painting of like kids doing Ring Around the Rosie and stuff like that is that Tula, late in life, was a big fan of the Urban Ecology Center. And mm. when she died, she left all of her stuff to the Urban Ecology Center. So they have her original preparatory drawings and stuff for for that painting. Wow. Yeah. Um, and in the same room, there's a like an elaborately tiled and decorated with uh, terracotta tile uh, fish pond that's all mosaic with these tiles. Really beautiful. And they'd put live fish there used in to there? Be fish in there, yeah. 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 And I always wondered what it was when I when I went to see it. I thought, well, is this like a, it looks, some people said it was like a bathtub, <laughs> which <laughs> of course didn't seem right. Um, some said it was a water fountain. There are all these kinds of things. But if you look at the, the drawings, the architectural drawings, it's, it describes it as a fish pond. Well, our conversation continues next. We're going to talk specifically about this retaining wall that's got all these really interesting animal carvings. That's next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back on Urban Spelunking at the Phillip Elementary School. Again, this is on 16th Street between Olive and Congress, uh, right down the road from Rufus King High School. One of the few Art Deco schools in the city. And I just loved the pictures in your story, Bobby, from this uh, retaining wall on the outside. Yeah, well, you know, you don't even have to go into the building to see some of the beautiful stuff. And we'll get to the retaining wall. I'm going to start with other stuff to make people wait. <laughs> yes. We're Suspense. Gonna, we're going to keep Drama. You, yeah. What, what could the art be? <laughs> um, but there's these, like, square terracotta panels that go all the way around the outside of the building that okay. show scenes from... Uh, from nursery rhymes. So there's like a cow jumping over the moon and there's like Jack and Jill with their pail of water. Oh, that's uh, so cute. And all that stuff. And they're repeating. They're not They're not all different. There's, I think there's maybe five or six different panels that then get repeated. Okay. But they go all the way around the building. So it's, it's really kind of cool. Um, and they're at eye level. So you can, the like adult eye level. Okay. Um, so you can get up close and look at them, which is really nice um, and interesting. And if you look up at some of the windows, there's leaded glass windows up above that have dancers and, and uh, children sitting at school desks and things like that. Um, and there's beautiful wrought iron grill work at the top of the tower that's above the entrance. So lots of really nice stuff. But then right at the staircase has these retaining walls, you know, that go up the staircase. And then also around the doorway, um, there are all these panels that look like they're, I think they're cast concrete and they show all different kinds of animals. Like there's geese, there's turtles, there's rabbits. Above the entrance, there's a row of, uh, I think they're terracotta penguins. Yeah, yeah. I saw the penguins right away. I'm just like, all like completely random. Where do those come you know? from? <laughs> right. But but just random because there's so many different kinds of animals. There's bears. There's literally, just, there's deer. Really cool. And when you go in the building on the first floor in the uh the corners near the, near a water fountain or bubbler, um, <laughs> they have these sort of painted terracotta rabbits and squirrels too, which is interesting. So there's really this interesting animal theme going on um, on the outside and somewhat on the inside too. And there's just a certain I don't know when I when I look at these carvings, I I just get this like this warmth for for the children that were there and you know that some some artist an, an, an adult artist carefully 
I'm just picturing this person like carving all these beautiful, these little animal carvings just to brighten the the environment for these children. Yeah. Studying there in the 1930s, it takes you right back to that time, and and you know it reminds you that some things are exactly the same as as they are now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This idea of of uh, creating a, a special place for children to learn and thrive. Right, and I would think that would be especially rewarding for an artist to know that like kids are going to see it and they're going to go, oh, look at that, oh, look at that. You yeah. know? And, and, you know, even if they don't pay like super close attention to it, they see it, they take it in, they know it's there. It just it gives them, a, like you said, a warmer, brighter place to, to study and to just sort of feel at home. And that was really the signature of um, of Eschweiler, and you know this this attention to detail and to beauty and to um, art in the design. Yeah, speaks to that that period of our history that was lost after the war. Yeah, and you know he did a mansion. I believe it was built in the twenties, but that mansion in Shorewood that got everybody talked about it last year. That when it got torn down, um, and I did a story recently about how the Habitat for Humanity Restore people came and pulled out as much of that detail as they possibly could railings and mirrors and um decorative moldings and millwork and things like that and sold it at the store and uh there's a restaurant in brookfield that bought a bunch of it and installed it in the restaurant oh wow yeah because this guy loves history and and cool stuff so when he saw it he just said get the sold tags and stick it on all these things because i want them and he installed as much of it as he could in the in the restaurant which is pretty cool yeah well this schoolhouse as we mentioned is for sale you can read more about that find links to uh, the listing and of course check out all the beautiful pictures at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts we'll get you linked up to on milwaukee where you can find all of those uh, fantastic pictures podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by kenny perez handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the license lab with support from your membership and from on milwaukee you can subscribe to this podcast on our website on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Spreaker, on Stitcher. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us there as well. And while you're there, uh, just take a moment and rate and review our podcast so we can help grow the audience. We thank you for your support, and thanks to you, Bobby Tenzilla. Thanks, Nate.